Hey guys, I hope you're doing great today and I can't wait to bring you the show. But before I do, I just wanna make a quick request. If you're listening to the show and you're getting good value and you're enjoying the content and you feel that it's valuable, if you could just take a second and go and give me a rating and review in whatever platform you listen, whether it be Apple or Google or uh, Spotify, whatever it is, just go and give me a rating and review, that would be very appreciated. All right guys, let's dive in. The Series LLC for the single family home investor is by far the best vehicle. But if you're just starting out or you don't have very much yet, then great. Just put an LLC in place. That's much better protection for you than having nothing at all. You're listening to the Just Start Real Estate Podcast. If you're serious about your real estate investing business and need real answers, you are in the right place. And now, your host, Mike Simmons. All right. Thank you for joining me on Just Our Real Estate. It is a true pleasure and an honor to have you here. I know you have a lot of choices in your life. There's a lot of things you could be doing and listening to right now. You could be scrolling TikTok or Instagram. I know that. I get it. But you're listening to me and I appreciate that. And I hope to do you service with every single episode. And this one, guys, we are talking about protecting what you have. If you're building a business, if you're flipping houses, if you've got rentals, if you're building up this war chest of cash to do other investments and you're rocking and rolling, it can all come to a screaming halt with little to no, uh, you know, reason or, you know, with somebody just kind of frivolously, frivolously suing you and it can, and something that really wasn't your fault or just came out of nowhere. Right. But it can happen. You don't necessarily have to be negligent or at fault for terrible things to start coming down on your, in your business. And while you might ultimately win some lawsuit, why not structure your business in a way that protects you absolutely as much as humanly possible? And the guest I have on today works with investors just like us, and his sole focus is protecting us and making sure that we're not getting into trouble. I know of people who've gotten sued and lost a lot of money, and I don't want it to happen to you. So uh, this uh, particular individual runs a business called Royal Legal Solutions. It's a boutique law firm. He focuses on real estate investors. He has been featured on some huge, huge platforms like Entrepreneur on Fire. He's a regular. Uh, he's got a blog on Bigger Pockets where he talks about protecting your assets. This guy knows his stuff, and it was a fun interview and it was eye opening. There was one thing that he talked about during this interview that I I'd never heard of before. It's going to save me thousands of dollars a year. And it's so, so fundamental. And it's like something that's been around for a while. And he talks about it quite a bit. I never heard of it. And so maybe you haven't either. So tune in and, and check that out, guys. So without any further ado, I give you Scott Smith. Hey, Scott, man. Thanks for being here. And thanks for uh, agreeing to do this. I appreciate it, man. Ah, so great to be here, Mike. I, I'm an open book on all things education related. So all right, I'm looking good. forward to being on the hot seat. All right, perfect. Good. Cause I'll ask you some questions that uh, I know I have when it came when I first started this uh, real estate thing. And I, it came to my mind when people said, Hey, what about like liability? What about, you know, forming entities? And I was like, eh. For what? Like, I, I didn't really understand the point. I do, I do more now, obviously, but uh, I want to get into that. But before we do, just briefly, um, give us some background: who who you are, where you come from, why we should be listening, just some of that stuff. 
Yeah. So I'm a longtime real estate investor, but also an asset protection attorney. Um, and I got my financial freedom in real estate investing, starting buying a transmission and auto repair shop when I was in law school and continue to buy real estate as a litigator suing insurance companies. Turns out insurance companies are great at collecting premiums, <laughs> but even better at denying coverage. They're fantastic <laughs> at it. <laughs> they are at it. Um, and uh, so, you know, I was working as a litigator and I just continued to buy real estate until I was making more money doing real estate than I was being an attorney. Um, but then what happened was, is that people, you know, started to ask me in meetup groups, like, Hey, Scott, you know, what are you doing for your asset protection? You know, how are you, what LLCs do you have? Do you have like an honest trust? Yep. Are you, what are you doing for your state planning? What are you doing for your tax? Um, and so I just started to talk to them a little bit about like, here's what I did for myself. And they're like, Hey, can you help me put that together? I was like, sure. Happy to help you out. You know, yeah. um, putting that together for you. I never had an intention to start a firm or anything. Uh, but I went on to the bigger pockets podcast episode and then just shared like I did before. I didn't think anybody was ever going to call me or anything, but at the end of the episode, they're like, well, what's, how are people, if they won't have any questions for you, how can I go? I was like, oh, I'll give you my number. Oh, and like, hilarious. here's my number, my email, go ahead and hit me up. If you have oh, any questions. Dude. I get like 30 calls a day Oh yeah, for like two years of people needing help with this stuff. And what I didn't realize is that everybody was in the position um, that my friend was in that got sued, uh, that owned um, a lot of real estate and, okay. and a single lawsuit cost him over $3 million in real estate because he didn't have any entity structuring. Wow. He thought his insurance would protect him. And he didn't understand that insurance only protects you from most of the risks yeah. most of the time. Yeah. But there's certain things like anybody saying that you misled them in a communication or an email or a text message or a breach of contract from a deal. Yeah. Uh, well, um, that can blow back on you. And that's what happened to him. And he lost over $3 million because of it. Wow. Wow. That's huge. So that's good. Good background. Uh, just out of curiosity, this isn't really the direction we're going to probably go, but just out of curiosity, what kind of real estate investing did you, did you do to start earning more than you are making as a, as a, an attorney? Yeah. For me, it was single family homes. Like okay. that was what I really understood. And that's where I scaled into um, now, you know, fast forward, you know, seven years uh, coming into Royal Legal Solutions, right? I have a team of about 40 people, five attorneys, 12 paralegals. Um, it's a big staff. It's nationwide. We have, you know, over 2000 clients like all over the country. Okay. So now I'm in everything, right? I got land, I got notes, I got apartments, I got commercials, I got crypto. Yeah. Just because <laughs> my deal flow and the position I'm in gives me that opportunity to expand and also sure. help everybody with like a diverse set. So I yeah. started in single family. I think single family is the great avenue, especially for your first 10 properties. Like it's so good with the level of, with the kind of financing that you can get there. Sure. Um, that it's a great place to, to start and then, you know, branch out uh, when, you know, whenever you feel like you're ready. Is there a, is there a, an avenue or a branch of real estate investing that you find to be more litigious or more, it seems like people get into more trouble more often in that, in that avenue or, or not so much? You know, land is the, the least because okay. it's just dirt. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And right. a lot of litigation around dirt most of the time. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, the things that you have a more litigation around is going to be anything that has to evolve with people. Right, okay. like physical people. Physical people do stupid stuff. Like grandma falls through the staircase. Then she decides that she wants to hold you liable because she fell through your staircase, right? Right. Your insurance company will then come back and say, Hey, listen, you should have known that the stairs were dangerous or yeah. that they were defective or that the railing was this way. Right. So we're not gonna cover what happened to grandma. 
Right. And yeah. then now you're having to defend yourself from your own lawsuit. And you thought you were protected from insurance, but because you had the properties in your own name, yeah. the worst way to hold properties, you had them all in your own name, which means that now grandma can come after your entire net worth, all your bank accounts, your stocks, whatever. Yep. And all you really needed to do was to compartmentalize that in LLC to stay protected from that. But the long and the short to that is you need to be thinking about litigation yeah. if you're dealing with any type of people. Yeah, that makes sense. So when it comes to the the type of entity, I've been in real estate since 2008 and I don't know I don't know that maybe more than once or twice in all those years have I heard of anybody telling me they form anything except an LLC. Is that generally the right move? And I know it probably depends on a million things, but in general, like out of a hundred times that people are going to form an entity, how many times would LLC be the right one for them? Um, well, the LLC or a series LLC um, is almost always the right move, right? Okay. For Especially for initial. So yeah. if you're somebody that doesn't have any properties yet, but you want to protect yourself personally uh, from lawsuits and protect your credit score, then you need an LLC to do that. You act through an LLC and that's how you protect your credit score because now when lawsuits happen, it goes against that LLC even if it doesn't own any assets. Okay. If you just have one assets or no real estate, well, then you need an LLC to hold your stock in your bank accounts, right? Because okay. that, those are soft assets. You don't want to hold assets to your name. Rich people don't have assets in their name. They have LLCs that own stuff. So let's act like rich people and do that. Interesting. If you own multiple pieces of real estate, the most efficient tool to use is what's called a series LLC, which you can form in one state uh, and use anywhere. Okay. Um, the best states to form those are going to be in Texas, Delaware, Nevada, and Wyoming, where have charging order protection, which means if somebody sues you, they can't take your ownership interest inside of your LLC. Okay. Um, so you need to form in one of those four states. And use that series LLC to hold uh, to hold your assets. Now, for ninety five percent of the people that we work with inside of Royal Legal Solutions, are single family home investors that have somewhere between one and seven properties. Okay. And so, for almost all of our clients, we're like, "Hey, the series LLC is going to be the way to go because we can own that LLC anonymously. We can own all of your properties anonymously through the use of some uh, really simple revocable grantor trusts." Uh, and we're able to streamline everything through a single bank account, single set of accounting books, single to no tax return uh, for the entity. And it makes it where it's a really seamless process. But the series LLC for the single family home investor is by far the best vehicle. But if you're just starting out or you don't have very much yet, then great. Just put an LLC in place. That's much better protection for you than having nothing at all. Can you tell me again, what's the difference between an LLC and a series LLC in general? Like what's the basic difference? Is it, is it you can use it in multiple states? Is that what, what I heard? Yeah. So either with an LLC, like you form in Delaware, you can form that Delaware LLC and then use it anywhere else. Right. Okay. So same thing happens with a series LLC. You can form a series LLC, say like in Texas or Wyoming, like two states that have strong protections, and then you can use them anywhere else. A series LLC acts just like multiple LLCs do, mm -hmm. but it's uh, free for, you can create new LLCs essentially on your desktop for free and it's infinitely scalable. Really? So for a one-time cost of forming a series LLC, I can now create an infinite number of LLCs underneath it without having to pay to register them, without having to pay any yearly maintenance on them, uh, really? Or, or really do anything for it. And they have the same level of protection as if I just formed a bunch of LLCs? Exactly. The exact same protections. Why right? has nobody so told me this before? I've got so many LLCs and so many bank accounts and so many things to register Goodness. And no EI, is it EINs? They all have their own EIN or TIN or whatever? You don't even need multiple EINs. You can okay. have one EIN number with one bank account. 
uh, come with it. And then you just have a, you have a set of accounting books that classifies or tags the income and expenses for each individual sub-series, right? Or each individual property, okay. right? That's being held by that child series of the series LLC. Oh. Uh, and that streamlines your entire process. You'll save, I mean, if you have multiple LLCs now, you should likely be able to save thousands of dollars on uh, the in the, by streamlining the number of tax returns you have to file, yeah. by streamlining the amount of time that you have to manage all of the bank accounts and all of the accounting that comes with it. Uh, we can uh, stop this interview now. Like, I, why is why did you have tell me this before, Scott? Why am I just finding out now? I feel like you should have called me out of the blue and said, Mike, listen, you got all these LLCs, dude. What are you doing? No, that's honestly, that's pretty cool. So again, not to beat a dead horse, but can you only form a series LLC in one of those four states or you can form them anywhere, but those just happen to be the states that are most favorable? Well, the series LLC has been around for about 20 years, okay. right? Um, and there's, I think there's about 15 states now where you can form them, okay. but you want to form them in the state that has the right charging order protection okay. uh, because those have the strongest protections of LLCs. And that's okay. going to be Delaware, Texas, Nevada, and Wyoming. Okay. What you're then able to do, just like a Delaware LLC is formed in Delaware and used everywhere else, mm -hmm. that series LLC is able to do the exact same thing. Gotcha. And when you use um, land trusts and these other type of revocable grantor trusts, which don't cause you any extra work, they just kind of sit in the background of your structure. You don't have to even file foreign entity registrations for this LLC in other states. So it really cuts down on all of your yeah. costs and all of your ongoing maintenance that would have to go into any of these structures if you if you set them up right. For sure. So that, that's really what we specialize in is how do we, our goal is to be able to help that average investor that has like that two to six properties with what's the scalable, efficient solution that compartmentalizes every asset, yeah. holds things anonymously and makes it where we can streamline the time that it takes to maintain these entities. So that way we can get people spending more of their time and money on buying assets than they are in like running the organization. Yeah. Now I know your focus is more the legal side of it and some and some tax benefits and bookkeeping maybe isn't something you, you really care about. But the, with the series LLC, does it create a more of a nightmare for your bookkeeper or is it not any different than having just a bunch of LLCs? Because from a bookkeeping standpoint, it keeps it clean to have a bunch of LLCs. Is it less clean for them or do you not know? Because I, I know bookkeeping isn't your thing. I'm no. not trying to pin you into yeah. that corner. It, it's a uh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I've been doing this game for a long time, man. Like as an investor, as much yeah. as myself. Right. I've run everything myself, and now I have teams of other people that I manage, right? Yep. That run my, my portfolio. Uh, but the, the nuts and the bolts of it is that when you have multiple sets of accounting books, it actually increases the complexity for your bookkeeper. Sure. So if you want to help your bookkeeper out, the thing to do is, is get into one file that they log into, and then everything gets classified or tagged in your yeah. cookbooks or whatever it is. It says, hey, this belongs to child series A of the series LLC, which is property A. That's the property at 123 Main Street. Right. Just tags the income and expenses into there. Okay. So that way, that way it actually streamlines and makes your bookkeeper's job way more efficient. Okay. Because they don't have to click in and out of a bunch of different uh, accounting files like, oh, I put this one in the wrong books. Well, I'd only know that if I looked at that other set of books. Yeah. So you streamline it all in one place and manage off of that. Okay. Awesome. So let's get into it a little bit and talk about protecting your investments. Uh, I know that you talk about 10 ways, the top 10 ways that people can protect their real estate investments. What are what are those ways? Like what should people know from all levels of, of experience and, and what they're doing? What are some of those things that people should be aware of? 
Yeah, I, I think like the number one piece into that, right? It's like, what is appropriate for me, mm-hmm. right? Like what's appropriate for me of where I'm at right now? Yep. The way we look at that is say, well, look, we think everybody has an asset, regardless of how much money you have in the bank called your credit score. So everybody needs to protect yeah. their credit score because that's access to funds. And the way that you protect your credit score is that you establish an LLC and you operate through that LLC on any contracts that you're signing, any documentate contractors that you're hiring, et cetera. So if there's a lawsuit, the lawsuit is against the LLC because the LLC is the one that entered into the agreements or made the representations. And then what we do is we just shut down that LLC and start up a new LLC. Gotcha. So, right? So that's it's cool. I protected my credit score. I'm still able to do business and I have a much cheaper downside risk if I get into a lawsuit just by forming a new LLC versus having to defend a lawsuit, which is a minimum going to cost you $5,000, even if you win, uh, even if you win that lawsuit. Gotcha. I would say that's the jumping off point. Now there's the people that says, well, now I have, I'm doing business. So I have at least that one LLC. Now I actually have some assets though. I have some cash, I have some stocks. Um, What, and what should I do for that? I said, great. If that's all you have right now, and that's what you're planning on having and coming into the future, then great. Then form a separate LLC that just holds those assets. And that thing, that asset holding company, that LLC is going to just hold assets. It's not going to do anything. The, the entity that does everything is the operating company. Okay. The entity that's holding everything is your asset holding company. And so that would just be another plain old LLC, right? Yep. Probably make it anonymous because we don't want people to know what companies we own, right? We want people to think that we qualify for food stamps whenever they come to sue us because people that qualify for food stamps don't get sued. Yeah. So we want that to look what it looks like when everybody looks to research us on any of the public records to decide, hey, is Mike a good person to sue or not? Yep. And then lastly is if I own real estate, then my asset holding company, instead of just being an LLC, would say, no, let's make that a series LLC. Because with that parent-child structure, the parent entity that we file with the state can hold the cash and the stocks. It's still not, it's not doing anything with anybody, right? Yeah. And each of the individual child series that are underneath the series LLC will, in conjunction with a land trust, own all of my individual pieces of property. So that way, if one piece of property gets sued, they can't come after any of the other pieces of property. They can't come after my cash and my stocks, and they can't come after me personally. Yeah. And by the way, because all of my assets are anonymous and all my companies are anonymous, they can't even find out where my stuff is or who are the right people to sue to even be able to, to proceed with the lawsuit. Got you. Okay. So before we go any further... I know that you have you have a company, a large company now, uh, as you stated earlier. I assume because I know real estate inv- If there's one thing I know, I know real estate investor. I've talked to thousands of them over the last tw- decade, and what you just said all makes sense. But it makes our eyes roll back in our head about trying to figure all this out and do it. I assume your firm, you can just take somebody like me, and I just go, "Listen, Scott, I." Everything you just said I need, but it's a mess right now. Like, can you can you help me make sense of all this and set these things up for me and make it all make it all hum because I don't even know where to start. Like I assume you offer that to people. Yeah, that, that's the bread and butter of what we're sure. doing, Mike, right? So our approach has always been to give away all of the information, all the secrets, all of the pieces for free. Like so much so that people were like, hey, you can't tell everybody ever this. This is my colleague's so you can't tell everybody everything like this because people will just rip it off. 
and they'll do it. And I say, great, fantastic. Because my goal is to get as many people protected in the right structures as possible because I don't need the money anymore, right? A business has to generate, I don't need the money, right? I already have my money into it from all my real estate investing. My goal is how many people can I get through? Does that mean we're able to do everything for free for everybody? No, because I got to pay salaries. I got to pay for all this stuff, right? right? To be able to help as many people here. But what we do offer is incredible amounts of education absolutely for free. And that's just by getting into our royallegalsolutions.com website. Uh, and we just give away all away from you. I'm talking about um, our initial offer for people is say, if you give us your contact information, I'm going to give you like 11 ebooks and four hours of instructional video. That would typically be a thousand dollars in education. Yeah. I give it to you all for free because my goal is to get you educated. Because I know once you get educated, you're either going to take action on your own or you're going to work with us to yeah. say, great, I want you to just do this for me. And then we put you into an advisory process um, that walks you through, okay, here's the theory that's most important to you on what entity structures are appropriate for you. So study those first. And here's the content you need to study on those from the videos. Now you're going to come in and sit with us. We're going to talk about what you just learned about applies to your particular situation. So we can diagram it out and create a visual of how it works, how the money's going to flow, how you're going to pay taxes, how the contracts work with your leases, Yeah, every aspect of the ins and outs of how your business, your real estate investing business actually works. From there, we put you in contact uh, after we end up closing and saying, great, we have a complete scope of work. We collect payment from you. Now you're in part of the execution process where you'll be assigned an attorney as well as a paralegal in conjunction that are your dedicated team to actually go through all of the education, uh, all of the execution process. So the questionnaires to get the information from you, signing all the documentation, opening up the bank accounts. What documents do I need to sign? You know, what is this going to yeah. look like after we finish this? Okay. What is my ongoing touch points with your uh, with your team um, afterwards, which we offer on an unlimited basis for any questions that anybody has, uh, we offer that continuity of support. So we don't just help people with getting educated on the front end. We don't help them with just how to form the stuff correctly and make sure that that's all done and execute that for them. We also offer an unlimited unlimited support on the back end because you're going to forget stuff, yeah. your situations are going to change, and you need this ongoing advice Um without paying for it, right? Because we're real estate investors, right? We need dollars going to deals. So you're not going to pay anything extra for any of that advice, but making sure that you're going to be doing all of the right things. Yeah. And our intention is to say that if we help people in that way, then we'll grow as a company as all of our investor pool is growing. And that's the way that we intend to grow. Nice. I love it. What do you mean when you talk about asset protection as a means to maximize your returns? I, I get how asset, uh, asset protection allows me to keep what I have. But how does it allow me to maximize my returns? Yeah, it will protect what you have, right? Which is, and your returns are actually in a totality of returns, right? Yeah. It's not like what I did this year. It's probably you're on a path to say, I'm I'm trying to hit this kind of net worth so I can have this kind of passive income. So then I'm financially free, right? Yeah. So my friend said, I'm not going to invest in asset protection because I'm going to get to my financial goals faster by saving money on asset protection. Gotcha. But what happened? The unexpected happens. And in this country where you can get sued for anything for an unlimited amount of money, he took a massive dip. So my goals are to say, great, what are the predictable uh, time-tested ways that we can efficiently make sure that our lives go continually up and to the right? That whatever else happens out in the, out of the world out there, lawsuits get filed, 
you know, interest rates do whatever. Does my life and my finances continue to go up and to the right? And that's a system that I built for myself. And now that becomes like the cornerstone of everything that's inside of RLS as we need to look at the totality of what our lives are and yeah. our investing should match what we're trying to accomplish with our life. Okay. Now, what about the person, and I'm sure you've heard this, I I would bet my life you've heard this, who's just starting off. Uh, they don't really have much. Let's just say they're young, college, grad, whatever. They don't really have anything to their name. They haven't done any flips. They only want to do one or two kind of here and there. And they say, what's the worst I can? I mean, do I really need to spend the money? I really don't have the money. And I don't own anything. Nobody can sue me and get much. Like, can I just fly without it for until I start doing more and more deals? Like, where, where at what point, and I know you kind of answered this, but I want to just underscore this for folks. At what point do you consider it to be a non-negotiable? Like, you must have it. Um, I mean, so I'd say if, you're very, if you haven't done anything yet at all, right, and you got two nickels to rub together, you probably should just be doing wholesaling. Okay. You probably shouldn't even be buying assets yet. Just get good at the marketing and the lead flow and figure out how to find out what a good deal is and sell it off to somebody else. Don't gotcha. do it. Don't do a flip. Into yeah. it. It's a bad idea as a first go. Now you say, look, great. I'm actually making significant money here doing my wholesaling. I understand lead flow. I understand marketing. I understand what a good deal is. And I understand what that deal is worth because I've had to sell it to other people, right? Yeah. Now you'd say, great. Now I want to do a flip. Well, you should already then have money. And it generated money in a way that there's not much risk associated with it because you're not actually buying the asset, right? Yeah. You're just getting a contract and selling a contract. So, okay, so great. Now that you're in flips, you definitely want to have a series LLC. And yeah, okay. I'll tell you why. The reason why is because every flip you do is a skeleton in your closet. Every flip you do is a skeleton in your closet. Yeah. Let me tell you why. So I actually had this, I had this lawsuit that I had to defend using a structure that, I, that we set up with the series LLC with a client. She ended up uh, selling a piece of property that was a flip. There was some plumbing that was replaced in the house. And there were some email communications back and forth about what plumbing in the house had been replaced. And, I, and it was ultimately what happened was, as these are the way these always, always happen. The sale happens. Six months later, there's a leak in the plumbing while they're on vacation, $75,000 in damage to the property wow. because of it. Wow. Right? Do you think that that buyer... Was just like, ah, that's cool. Don't yeah. worry about it. No. no, no, they're pissed and they want to hold somebody else accountable. Right. Yep. And so what they do then is they try to say like, well, actually you lied to me. You must have done something wrong here, which means they hire the attorney and they go through and they say, Hey, we're going to sue you for fraud. We're going to sue you for breach of contract. Um, and, um, and through that, right. That means none of the insurances apply because any lawsuits for fraud or breach of contract, none of your insurance is going to protect you. The only defense that you have is the structure as okay. how did you do the deal? And in this case, what we're able to do, which is typical for us, is you said, well, great. Who are you going to sue? Are you going to sue the land trust and the child series of this series LLC that sold you the asset? Because if you sue that entity, which was the owner that sold it to you, there's no assets in there. So you'll win the lawsuit, but you get no assets. Yeah. Or are you going to try to sue my client because of the representations that she made via these emails? Well, you're going to run into problems because the emails were actually made through her LLC. So you could sue, but it's limited to her LLC, which also owns no assets. And once the attorney on the other side started to understand what he was going to have to fight through to be able to win the lawsuit, the lawsuit got dropped entirely. Hmm. So the structures that we're talking about here are so powerful when they're done correctly, because it doesn't matter what the facts are. 
if you have the right structure in place. And so that's the way you're able to get lawsuits dropped before they even start. Wow. So that that actually, what you just said made me think of something. So if I am a a wholesaler only, and I and I'm doing big big amount of deals, let's just say a scaled up wholesaling company, employees, the whole nine. Don't need it. Don't need it. Don't need these. I mean, I know they need an LLC to run their business, but they don't need multiple LLCs because you're in your scenario. It's like, hey, you're just starting off, do some wholesale deals. You don't need to worry about it. But what about a scaled up wholesaler? Yeah. So, I mean, probably you'd say your first LLC is like you just running your business, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you want the LLC because it's going to give you some tax benefits. Maybe you decide to have it taxed as an S corporation if you're making over $40,000 a year and save on self-employment tax, yep. right? That would yep. be your first threshold. Yep. Second threshold is, am I starting to stack away some bread? If I am, let's put the bread in its own separate LLCs. That way, if anything happens here, they can't get to the money that I stacked away. Gotcha. So I was like, well, as I scale this wholesaling company, when would I actually need multiple LLCs? My thing is that you you don't. Yeah. I mean, you you hypothetically don't need another LLC at that point um, because there's such a low risk inside of wholesaling, right? Yeah. You're just brokering the contract. The yep. things that we have to worry about uh, what causes risk for us is me. I do risky stuff all the time. I'm driving a car. I'm talking to people on the phone. Yep. All kinds of things that I can do personally, Scott, to get in trouble. So yep. it's really important that Scott doesn't own any assets. And then like all my assets, my um, like houses, apartments, et cetera, those all have people that are looking to sue me if they ever get hurt right. or if they ever think something happened wrong with like their lease yeah. agreement or whatever yeah, yeah. it is, right? So those I got to compartmentalize. But wholesaling companies scaling up, I wouldn't sweat it. You probably just need two, two LLCs um, and then, you know, until you start buying assets. Gotcha. Okay. Now as a house flipper, right, I get the series LLC and I have all these, these child LLCs. And I'm, I'm, but I'm only owning the house for like three to five months and then it's gone. Do I just, do I dissolve that LLC and form another one on my desktop? Do I reuse LLCs? How does that normally work? Yeah. So to create a new child series and like the corresponding land trust underneath it to own the asset anonymously, as well as to avoid the do on sale clause and uh, uh, to be able to, to do this transaction, those take you about 10 minutes to create. And they're free to create, right? Okay. So after you use one, you just don't ever use it again. You don't need to do anything with it. It just sends vacant in the ethers of like okay. Okay. files on your on your computer, right? Then for your next property, you just recreate another one. Now, when you want to sell that property, right, to whoever gonna the, the new buyer is gonna be, um, the right thing to do in that circumstance is to uh, I like to just sell the property directly out of the trust. Or what I can do is just sell them the trust. And say, great, we'll just change who the beneficiary is of this trust to okay. you. And now you've effectively bought the asset. Gotcha. Now, is there some there's some like nuances to how this has to work depending upon financing and whether you're going to loan money for the rehab or whatever? But we've worked through those issues, but that's a real case by case kind of thing. Like once gotcha. you're a client, we're like, okay, here's how to help you use the structures and do your business because we get it. We're all in the money making game here as real estate investors. That always has to come first. And then yep. it's how do we save taxes and have the right protection? Gotcha. Okay. That makes total sense. I, I get it. It, it. These things are so, well, they, they cost nothing to create and they don't effectively cost you anything to keep. So there's no, they, you just, you basically just abandon them like a disposable thing, right? It's just, you're not, you're not worried about dissolving it or doing any paperwork to say this thing is no longer in, in effect or whatever. It's just kind of, you just stop using it. Yeah. You just leave it. Okay. Move on to the next thing. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay. Yeah. 
go on to your next deal. And then, you know, whenever you're ready to close on your next deal, you can look to close on that in whatever way is going to make sense for you. If you're yeah. in traditional financing on that next deal for something that you're doing, um, then you'll just buy that property in your own name and deed it into the land trust and the child series to hold while you're doing the flip and yep. while you're uh, while you're executing the sale. If you're buying the property cash, you can buy it directly inside of the land trust and you gotcha. don't have to do any of those extra moves. So there's, gotcha. there's some nuances to like how the business has to run uh, to it, but we've been successful with getting everybody's businesses to perform uh, exactly the same in terms of the dollars and cents that need to happen and yeah. how their business works while using these more sophisticated structures and in a way that doesn't cost them any more time. Yeah, I think it's huge that you also consult on the, the cash flow and how these things will all break down because th that's where I think the questions would come in. I think everyone agrees that asset protection is awesome. And if someone can help them navigate those waters, that's great. But inevitably, I think what happens with, with attorneys who will counsel you on legal structures, they stop short of the rest of it. And then the rest of it matters. So I think it's awesome that you do that. If people want to get a hold of you and find out more and they, cause you know, we've got tax season coming with the new year. Like everyone's trying to like get themselves straight going forward. And so it's a perfect time for me to be talking to you. But if people want to reach out, I know you're all over the place. You do this for people all over the country. How can they do that? What's the best way? Yeah. So, I mean, we're helping, you know, uh, real estate investors, entrepreneurs in all 50 states, every asset class. And we're a one-stop shop for everything that's asset protection, estate planning, and tax. And the best thing for people to do that want to uh, get in touch with us uh, and learn more about what we're doing is really just to go to the, the website, okay. royallegalsolutions.com. If you click on the get a price um, at the top of the page there, what it'll do is it'll take you to a, a quiz page where you'll be able to see on that page uh, a couple of key pieces of information um, on royallegalsolutions.com after you click the get a price at the top. First thing you're going to see is here's the quiz. This is the information that we need to be able to know who you are, what it is that you're doing, and what of the vast amount of information that we have over the thousands of videos and, and articles we have in ebooks, what are the ones that are going to be important to you? Right. Got that quiz it. gives us that ability to be able to help make sure to guide you to the right content. It also links us in with somebody on our team, on, on our inbound team, to start connecting with you to make sure that you're getting the right information. Yeah. And that's all for free just from filling out that quiz. And from that, you're going to be able to see, like, great, how do I? Um, how do I get more educated to say like, how can I execute on this after I can get a full understanding of, of how it all works? Right. I want to, I want to show you, Mike, that one of the best videos that we have is actually on that page. It's about 45 minute long and it goes through, um, it's me presenting, um, on here is all of the details that I've done from thousands of consultations with people and cramming it all into about 45 minutes. Yep. It's incredibly dense, yeah. right? But it gives you that place to say, if I only have an hour to learn about how all of the pieces work with asset protection, estate planning, tax, how does it work all together in one cohesive system? How does the banking, the cash flow, the accounting, how does it all need to work? You can watch that video and watch your mind melt. Yeah. If you want to hear a little bit about from some of our customers too, that really that like us and can hear from there, some of their experience, of course, that's on that page as well too, as, as some testimonials. So if you just go to royallegalsolutions.com, click on the get a price and fill out that quiz, that'll get you connected to all our best resources and a contact person uh, on the team to help facilitate you through those resources. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there now. I was there as you were talking, kind of scrolling through here. I see the video you're talking about. You also have some, which is 
gosh, it's so good for the way that my brain works. And I think a lot of people, you have this like kind of like a flow chart or, you know, like a, a tree oh, that the shows the diagram. Yeah. yeah. That shows the sort of a, a, a sample structure, which helps, I think, uh, for a lot of people just to see it, like it makes it a little bit more digestible. So that's awesome. And there is tons of information on this page and yeah, it, it goes in pretty good depth. So guys, uh, just once again, I'm going to go back to where my notes are just to make sure you guys know the uh, website. It's royallegalsolutions.com. Uh, guys, go there and check it out. Now's the time of the year that you really should. I mean, you should think about this all the time, but now we're we're getting into tax season and you need to get yourself set up for 2022 and going forward. And Scott's the right guy to uh, to talk to, to get this stuff straightened out. It's not the stuff we necessarily as real estate investors love to think about and dream about. We're thinking about the next deal. But in order for you to think about that next deal with good uh, you know, peace of mind, you need to get get up. You need to get set up so that you're not exposed unnecessarily. And I think a lot of us, I would say the vast majority of the people that I talk to are not really up to speed on what they need to do to protect themselves. So thanks for being here, man. Scott, I appreciate all your transparency, all your uh, advice and help and and your website, which is a wealth of knowledge. Uh, I think this is something everyone should be seriously considering if they haven't already. So thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Mike. It's just great to be here. And I hope if anybody is in the holding assets in your personal name, that you realize that that's the worst possible way that you could hold those assets. And that the importance of even if you can't go to the level that rich people do with what they do is that there's the right steps that you can take at the right time to do that. So um, if you're looking for like that relationship on guidance, what's that look like? I hope I hope you reach out to us uh, through the website and fill out that quiz. Yep. That's great advice. Well, I appreciate your help, man. Good luck to you. Good health to you in 2022. I wish you nothing but the best and thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview. As we all know, it is awesome and it's fun to make money and it really sucks to lose money. And the best way you can keep from losing money is do good deals, number one, do your due diligence. But number two, protect your assets. Like, don't let a frivolous lawsuit or something that someone claims you did wrong and really you didn't or whatever the case may be, like, don't allow yourself to get sued and lose everything all at once. That would be a catastrophe, especially as we start growing and scaling our businesses, because that's what we talk about on the show all the time, growing and scaling. We don't talk a lot about asset protection because I know that it's not really what everyone tunes in for all the time, but it's very important to take that seriously, especially this time of year. We're talking about taxes and you know everyone's trying to get themselves straightened out for the new year. Now's the time. Go check them out. Make sure that you're protected appropriately. All right, guys. We'll see you next time.